Hi guys, this is Andrea with the Andrea Effect. Today we have Doctora Marilyn Valencia. Good morning, buenos días, buenas tardes to everybody, and especially you, Marilyn. How are you? Buenos días o buenas tardes, dependiendo de dónde estén, ¿verdad? <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty of time. <laughs> yes, yes, very flexible. How I'm are good, you? Good. Thank morning, you for having me here. Yes, yes, of course. Thank you so much for making the time. And you guys know I have to stay authentic to my show, so give me a mini second. I got to go and get my coffee. It's an amazing morning. Well, right now it's the morning, guys. So if you listen to this, just know that, like Doctora said, we're just very neutral with things right now. But most importantly, we have some good content. So I'm going to let you guys know who Doctora Marilyn Valencia is really quick. I'm going to give you the full bio, and then um, we're going to jump into some questions. She is part of the AIA series, the That's What She Said series, focused on women in leadership, women who share their perspective, their point of view, who are experts in their industry. And here we go. Marilyn Valencia Rivera, PhD, is a proud daughter of Sonoran parents who always instilled high expectations and hopeful dreams. She was born and raised in San Benito, Texas, and is a three-time alumnus from the University of Arizona. She has successfully attained her doctoral degree in educational psychology through the Department of Education in 2018 and a Master's of Science through the College of Mexican American Studies in Latino Health in 2006. Her research interests focus on improving college knowledge of parents of aspiring first-generation college students, no small feat, uh, providing both parents and students with the tools necessary to plan for realistic future goals. She has over 15 years of experience working with children and youth of all ages in various settings, including college advising and guidance. This is my beautiful, wonderful, humble, kind, generous, educated, powerful Latina guest today, guys. So round of applause. Um, I'm reading this, you know, and yes, welcome, welcome. Um, I'm reading this and I'm just like, wow, you know. Uh, it's it's like a life mission. It's essentially what it what it looks like, right? It is. It is, and it's it's even it's even hard to to listen to, right? Because it takes me to all of the different steps that that brought me here. It's incredible. It's been an incredible journey. And sometimes yeah. it's it's easy to forget, right? It's easy to forget things that we've accomplished, experiences we've had, and they've all been phenomenal and they've all had an impact right and in being able to learn from each and every one of them and being able to to share that with anybody you interact with yeah and yeah I think you're right I think you're right I mean how, how could you keep track of like all the students you serve like all the impact <laughs> of the family like is it hundreds thousands like what does that number look like for somebody it, it, Definitely, I think is in the thousands, um, especially because I have worked from newborn kids uh, with families to preschool and elementary. I've also taught at the college level. So I've worked with undergraduates and graduates um, in the College of Education. So it it really ranges from newborn to, to graduate students. 
So it's definitely in the thousands. And now in my current position, working with the K-20, being able to collaborate with students of all ages and families of, of uh, different areas has been just, I think, not only inspiring, but it's also been an entire learning experience because everything comes to full circle, right? And, and being able to remember why we're here, right? Those yeah. core values and, and making sure that we let everybody know that the, the, you know, the purpose is not only to be able to inspire others to, to keep moving forward, whatever it is they're working on, right? But also to be able to understand that we all have this role and our responsibility to each other, right? Mm -hmm. to, to be each other's cheerleader. For sure. Absolutely. Um, I, I feel like asking your opinion on, you know, as we go into our first topic was Latinas in leadership, you know, and I feel like asking you, what would you say to, uh, man, what would you say to young Marilyn to 19? <laughs> no, no, we don't want to get there. We don't want to go there right now. But essentially, what could you say to, I mean, I would love your input to teachers, to parents, but they're very different conversations uh -huh. at that point but let's just start with latinas and leadership somebody who's in the education space who's like you know these are the trials these are the things or you know like i said even take it back to maybe what would you say to your younger self going into this in this position granted times have changed the world has changed uh post pandemic everyone knows that I'm, i don't even want to say it on here it's just so exhausting right that word uh -huh. you just don't even want to hear it but what would you say what would you say to someone starting out or younger you? You know, and uh, that's an excellent question that it's, it's interesting because I am used to asking other students mm -hmm. uh, that same question, but I've never <laughs> paused to ask myself, right? Um, I'm put and, you on blast one today, thing, <laughs> No, that's great. That's great. And, and it's one thing to say it and another to stop and pause and ask oh, yourself yeah. what you would have told yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And it's one thing that I carry myself, one thing that drives me, to be honest with you. Um, because if you don't have it, it's very challenging to, to have a clear mind. And that would definitely be to remember that you belong no matter what space you have decided to be in, no matter what space you're trying to thrive in, um, it's always important to remember that you belong to. Um, and the reason I say that is because my 19, well, actually my 18 year old self, uh, recently, you know, as, a, as, an, as an 18 year old, just graduated from high school, literally in June on my way to Tucson from San Benito, Texas. I went from a very small town um, in, in, you know, 15 minutes away from the border to Tucson, Arizona, where I knew not one soul. The closest people to me were in Cananea, Sonora, which were two and a half hours south of the border, right? Which I couldn't really share that college. I could share the college experience, but I couldn't really expect uh, some guidance in return because they were also new to that space, right? Yeah. Um, so as a first-generation college student, here I am arriving, um, not really thinking of what I'm going to feel in the next months. Yeah, yeah. And in hindsight, that questioning of, 
am I in the right place? Yeah. Do I belong here? Is this place for me? Am I, am I going to thrive, right? So then you start questioning yourself. I think if anything, the one thing to always remember and something that we can also pass on to our, to our kids, to our students, to our mentees, um, any, any acquaintances is that we have to make sure that we hold our head up high and that we remember that we belong, that no matter what ends up happening, no matter what the result is, we're in a space that for some reason uh, ended up being part of our life experience. And even if we're not going to be there permanently, which we don't know, right? That door can open to another door. Um, And that door can open to a hundred more doors, just as it did for me. But I appreciate that my 18-year-old self did not say, I don't look like a lot of the students around me. I don't speak like a lot of the students around me. I don't belong, right? Because that was always in the back of my mind, just that constant questioning. Uh, Is this for me? Did I make the right decision to just get up and go? Um, Am I I going to fail, right? And I think I I definitely have to remind my 18-year-old self that I appreciate that consistency, that resiliency, um, and that confidence that continued because even though I was questioning myself, I continued to have that positive attitude and, and remembered, right, that self-confidence that, that our abuelos handed down and saying, whatever it is, you continue, right? We, yes. we do not Échale ganas. Échale yeah. ganas. Tú no puedes, sí se puede, yeah. ¿no? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I appreciate that because my 18-year-old self could have very easily said, no, this is not for me. I need to go back home. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that's that's something that I do want to share that no matter what, even if it's temporary, we always need to remember that we belong because that's where life took us. And yes. that experience is going to take us to the next experience, which Correct. are all necessary. Correct. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I like that. Um, imposter syndrome is real. And I don't it doesn't matter, you know, if. I mean, it matters when you're 18 because that's your first mm-hmm. kind of experience. And you're still a baby, 18 years old. I mean, you know, my son will be 18 in two years and I'm like, there's no way, <laughs> right? And you have a baby too. And it's just always going to, it's always going to be that way. And um, I think the imposter syndrome in my, in my, is, in, do I look like them? You know, there's not that representation and things like that. And that's like on the Latino level, but just the overall human level is also like, I don't belong. I'm not good enough. And you got to psych yourself out. You got to like shut down those negative limiting beliefs, that negative self-talk that, and like you did, you, you pivoted and you said, I'm going to rock and roll this. I'm going to, you, you change. It sounded like you changed that energy of fear into excitement and determination. Right. And, and if that's not leadership, I don't know what is. And it's just, <laughs> you take risk continuously. And I'm sure throughout your lifetime, cause I know, what you're like 28 now and um so I I to, yeah. <laughs> and we're in our late 20s now so um so like pivoting we've come up through barriers and we've had like it says new level new devil we've had the same thing like do I me rajo do I, do I get small and just say no it's not for me it's out of my comfort zone 
Or do I say, let's rock and roll this and see what happens? Because I wouldn't be here if I wasn't meant to be here. Um, Despite your mind, you know, you put in the work to get there, but your mind's like, it's scary, you may die. Like just our hardcore wiring, right? From from like our very early days of surviving dinosaurs and things like that. But yeah, I think think all of those, I don't know, dinosaurs, you know, cavemen, like those things. But um, yeah, that's amazing. I love that. Well, it'll haunt you, right? And the only thing we can do, and and as as we continue to mentor other youth, it's just reminding them, right? Have that that personal motivation and drive got you where you were. So it's reminding ourselves to be proud of the huge step that we took for one, uh, because not not everybody has the opportunity to do that, right? Yes, Um, yes. So we have to remember that 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 in and of itself is a privilege to be able to take that huge step and be in a zone of fear, be out of your comfort uh, space is a huge privilege and it's a huge opportunity, right? And looking at it as a goal, right? And as a step in the right direction is always helpful. Reminding our youth to to write down their one goal, right? Yeah. So that when you are feeling and you start questioning, you go back to that goal. Why am I here? Why should I be grateful? Why should I continue with this opportunity? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Little little post-it notes help sometimes. Um, I have a picture of myself on a very proud day. Um, I don't know. I, I was an ESL student course you can tell about my happiness but um i was <laughs> you're like oh yeah i read it already we're, but. we're proud esl students proud esl students and so <laughs> um i don't know i had went into a spelling bee like i was like in a state competition and it was just like i was just so proud of myself and i remember getting the certificate and my grandpa said lift your head up and he took a picture and it's it's so funny because i kind of i always kind of tilt my head up not to snub my nose but I recognize that like, oh, you know, I walk with my head down a lot too because my uh-huh. brain's so busy, but I have that picture posted in my mirror. I used to have affirmations too. And like you said, that one goal just visible, like that's just like clockwork. Just as soon as you wash your face, you brush your teeth, you do your routine, it's there reminding you, reminding you. Um, I love that. I love that because that is certainly what it takes to go into leadership as you are um, and through that process. And like you said, it's a, it's um, it's an opportunity. It's a blessing. It's these wonderful things, but it's also in a sense like a responsibility okay. that if we were placed here to go through all of this, to go through that, it's to also turn back and say, this is how you do it. There's no gatekeeping. This is how right. you do it. This is how you get there. Let's all get there because there's so much to go around and we can all do this, everyone in their respective way, and we can all rock it right um in, in our own special way i love that i love that um i want to ask you and we're going to switch to another one i mean so fast forward you're doing your career and and then all of a sudden you meet the charming the dashing mr luis perales what is that <laughs> what does this do what is this doing you when you start dating, when you find, when you incorporate that, you know, there's a lot of people who just won't, they stay focused on this, but like, what is that? You're just, you know, I want to hear like, what? We don't have to share like fully the breakdown yeah, process. No, no but, worry, no worry. And, yeah. it, and you know, my, my story I feel is, 
very not very unique because a lot of people go to college yeah. with their high school sweetheart. Yeah. I didn't go to high school uh, with Louis. Yeah. I actually met him um, in my my during my junior year of high school. We yeah. actually went to two different high schools. Um, but I my cousin was actually working she's a year younger than I am she was actually working at McDonald's which was about a block away from my house yeah and I went to a high school that had a a very um, high demand in regards to homework it was a magnet school that you had to get accepted into and and I knew from the get-go that I wanted to go to college and so I yes. I um really accepted going to that high school and, and understood the demand that it was yeah. going to take in regards to the homework load. So in my um, spring semester, almost finishing my junior year, I tell my mom that I want to work. I want to work with my cousin. I want to, I want to apply because she had said that they were hiring. Yeah. And so my mom looks at me um, um, her jaw probably dropped at that point because in her mind was you're, you're barely meeting these <laughs> demands of the homework loaded high school. Um, and my parents think, thank goodness. They, they would sometimes, uh, stay up with me trying to, uh, help me finish that homework, uh, at nights. And she just looks at me just, wondering what has happened to me like, what do you mean you're wanting to work and, and you want you to add more huge load and you're <laughs> about to become a senior and know that that load is going to be even greater yeah um and i said i think it will help i think it, it will help um just re reduce some of that stress and again my mom looking at me how would adding something <laughs> to your plate reduce your stress right <laughs> And I know, I know that um, part of it was also, well, you know, there are a lot of expenses that are coming up. Perhaps it may be a good idea, right? Maybe it'll, it will be a little bit of help as well. Yeah. Um, so my, my mom agreed, you know, okay, we're going to try this. Um, it was tough. I'm not going to lie, but that's where I met the, um, <laughs> yeah, the love of my life, right? Oh. Because he... <laughs> actually was also working in another in another restaurant um, at another city. Even though we were living in the same city, we didn't know each other. He was working at a McDonald's in South Padre Island, actually, and driving all the way over there. Mm -hmm. It turns out that he ends up wrecking his car on one of the trips there. Yeah. I, I still don't know him. Mm -hmm. I have already started working at the McDonald's in my city. And on one of those trips, he ends up without a car. So we're still living in the same city. And the manager at my McDonald's um, calls him, calls him and asks him if he wants a position at our McDonald's, which is down the street from his house too. And so he takes that position uh, and that's where we meet. That's where we <laughs> meet. And, and I truly fell in love with the his ability to have a, a great conversation and be able to to have those aspiring goals as yes. I did. Yeah. I left a semester before he did. Yeah. His goal was actually uh, to stay in Texas, to go to the university in Texas. 
and none of those um, opportunities happened, right? I, I feel it may have been because now in hindsight, it's like, why, why wouldn't it work? It, it, there was no reason for it not to work out. Yeah. Um, and so he, one day, um, so we ended up, we ended up dating. I left to U of A um, and we continued a long distance relationship. And a semester later, he left. Um, and that I remember was a huge fear for me because when he said, well, I, I think I'm just going to apply to U of A, my thing was, I've only known you for a year. Yeah. Um, a lot of that has been a long distance relationship. What yeah. if things don't work out, right? Yeah. Once again, um, that seemed just like a huge step. Yeah. And That's we a huge continued. Commitment. Yes. Um, and, and fortunately, we grew together. I think it's, it's been easy. And the, the reason I mentioned that backstory is because I think it has a lot to do with our success now and the ability to work through challenges because it's not always perfect. There are things that we disagree on. There are um, discussions that we have to have, right? Because we, we sometimes have to come to a happy medium. Um, we are two different people, but I think the goals that we have in life are motivations and drives our um, ability to, to think outside the box and to just not let fear take over, I think is, is common amongst both of us. Um, and I, I'm thankful for that, but I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that we grew together. Uh, we were both going through the same challenges at the same time. And so we could be each other's support. Yeah, yeah. We could relate with what we were dealing with. Um, just as I was dealing with, you know, being a, uh, a minority, being female, having being out that of your sense, hometown, right, yeah, right, yeah. and doing, doing the unexpected and the non-traditional, right, being, with no guidance, that, right, I yeah. think, um, was the same for him. Yeah, yeah, definitely for him, for him, he also experienced the same things on the on the male end and the expectations of being somebody different, right? And having all of those pressures as a male was yeah. very stressful. So I think that had a huge um, impact and allowed us to be successful because we were able to grow together. Yeah. Um, I think Two we brains. were... Right. And we were both able to fail together too, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, which brings a lot of, a lot of um, abilities to just mold ourselves to what we see in the future. Right. And remind yeah. ourselves of why, why we do what we do. Um, it's, it's taken a lot of learning, a lot of communication skills, um, a lot of planning. It's, it does take a lot of navigating and a lot of um, delegating. And then you add three <laughs> and, kids. And then you add right, three children on right, top of that. And, and it's and just being, like... Being yeah. open with each other. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So it has. It has, I think, um, something that has made our relationship very strong is that we both have the ability to be able to come to terms and find a happy medium because it yeah. can never it can never be too heavy on one side yeah absolutely 
That's important. That's important. Yes. And then you add three beautiful boys to the mix. Absolutely. And you add yes, your PhD to the mix. <laughs> and it's just like, I, I think all our jaws dropped. Like you like you said, your mom's dropped. Like, te quieres echar más en tu plato? Think of it like, like you're going to a buffet. And you got like, I know. for Christmas, you got like six tamales. And then you got a pozole. And you're, you know, you plates. You're walking over. And I say that because we're approaching the holidays now. Or we're in the holiday season, you know. And, um. And yeah, it's it's very inspiring to see that, you know, how how self-aware, um, mm -hmm. how the importance of self-awareness is in not only in our careers, but in our relationships and our dealings with others. And, and, you know, and you guys are both very high value people. And in my perspective, in my experience with you over these, you know, years, And I'm just like, okay, that makes total sense. That makes total sense that there has to be that. And, you know, we all we all have relationships. And like you said, there's no, like, um, you know, picture perfect. There's never, nothing's going to be peachy. Like, after 10 years, it's just, it's going to be what it's going to be, right? But right. you learn to accept that, having started acceptance within yourself. And then, you know, I mean, having kids is... is It's like running the family. That's a job in and of itself. Like it sure is. There's it sure is. cooking, cleaning, and laundry. Even if you delegate it, sometimes you got to go back and do it yourself. But right. I mean, there's so many that like a stay-at-home mom. Like that's a full-time job. Um, that's a that is a full-time job. And absolutely. And the and other thing we also have to remember is that people change, right? We of course we also it's healthy. have to transform. Right? It's healthy. We, yeah. Yes. Yes, definitely. We sh we shed one piece of skin and then we grow yes. we grow the next, right? And so it's part of that growth and transformation. So we also have to remember that people don't stay the same, right? We all our goals change, our outlooks change, our perspectives have an impact on us, our experiences change us, and so that's beautiful too. Um, but we also have to learn to to be understanding of that and to help each other in that growing process yeah. and sometimes like I said sometimes one person is going to need to do more than the other and vice versa correct it's, it's never we're all going to have different needs at different times yeah correct correct sometimes it's waiting for the other person to play catch up sometimes mm -hmm. it's but impatient right because mm -hmm. I myself I'm going to share a little tidbit Um, I consider myself patient for the long haul of things, but sometimes I consider myself impatient on on something so simple. But here's a kicker. I want everyone to be patient with me. Isn't that very convenient? <laughs> right? I think we all do. I think the, that's the like, case for everybody. <laughs> I, I do. I, if I make a mistake, please be patient. But if you do one, it's catastrophic. And and sometimes I'm like, I, Andrea, like I just can't stand myself sometimes when I do that because I know I'm wrong and I'm like I'm so sorry okay let's try to do this let's try to do that and like <laughs> I will I will take a step back and just be like okay it has to be this way and I too am imperfect I too am learning and yeah right. it's funny but I I kind of oh, I roll my eyes when I do it because I'm like I did it I did it again <laughs> so <laughs> the idea is to do it less but self-awareness helps it, it happens it happens, it happens. And it's, it's the good news is that and the 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 best thing right is to remember that we do have things that we need to work on oh yeah oh yeah i mean other not. people not us but other <laughs> 
know, jokes aside. Easier I mean, said than done, right? Yeah, right. And if you <laughs> if you want to know what you need to work on, just have kids and around oh, the teenage yes. year line, they're gonna let you know. Exactly. Because I'm a <laughs> I'm a huge fan. Either they'll verbalize it or I'm a huge fan of the um the mirror effect, right? Like, God, uh-huh. what does this person trigger? Why does it like what in me is is you know is needing help or healing or addressing that this bothers me so much and um or you know I can tell when I like someone will just kind of look at me like oh you know she's okay she's a little messy and that might be very well true in a in my own structure right there's some processes that I have more structurized than the other but I think like some people are not allowing themselves to let go or be free and you know or the fear of doing that and so I found myself converting to that person sometimes and that does spill into relationships like there's just no flexibility forever Um, and that that's not a happy place I'm not fun to be around when I'm like that and and uh, and I don't want to be around people like that either but sometimes you know you need to and so I hope we just accept ourselves and accept our loved ones (laughs) and all of our relationships more and more each day um, as we figure it out, right? Right, right. But the, um, the only way is to keep that open mind, right? And and learn from each other because everybody has something to teach you. Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, okay, I'm going to go into this one. And this is such a, such a fun topic um, because it's, this is where we get to play. And um, that is my, that's the, the number one thing I love in this world is play. And I love my work. Not that it's plain, that it doesn't have its process and structures and organization, but in that it's so fun for me to create to, like, I love the research I have to do into analytics and websites and, and social uh-huh. media and, and tech and software and programming. Like, I love those things. And you might be like, oh my gosh, I just fell asleep. What did you say? And then in turn, <laughs> you may bring up a subject and I'm just like, you know, deer in the headlights look like, what does that mean? And um, and this is my question for you. What is next for you? Like, what is your soul call for? Let's just let's just say in a picture perfect world, this wasn't just about making a living, and you know, and and I don't feel like that's what you do. But I'm just saying in general. And this is a topic that I've shared with everybody on on this series. But what would you do in an ideal world where? you just get to wake up and do exactly what you want to do every single day. What would that look like for you? That's a great question. And it's a great question because I think, um, and and when I say we, I'm going to say we as the K-12 leadership team right now um, that I work with and and have an honor to work alongside. I think something that, is truly a dream is that it's it's coming closer to what I would be doing even if I didn't get paid to do it right and that's always something that we instill in our youth right think big what would you be doing even if you didn't get paid to do right or what do you spend most of your time doing and how do you make that um something that is part of your day on a daily basis right Mm -hmm. and so for us it's finally coming to fruition where we're 
planning our our C3 uh, leadership center, right? And really bringing cultura, comunidad, cambio all together. Um, and and planning this Tecchio campus for social justice leadership. Uh, for me, ideally, I would love just waking up, working um, with youth and figuring out how they're going to get to their next step in education, um, especially the, what their, their college career looks like, right? Whether it's opening up their own business, whether it's um, going into a college program, uh, creating their gap year program, whatever that was. That for me is something is something huge and something that I enjoy doing, uh, being able to help them plan ahead, right? The minute you are in middle school, what are you doing now that's going to help make it easier for you once you do have to make that transition? How are you going to make sure you're standing out? How are you going to make sure that you keep that leadership um, and that positive attitude, right? And the only way is to actually do, like I said, what you would be doing even if nobody asked you to do it. Um, so what what is it that it's that is necessary, right? What's necessary to get you there? And that college knowledge for me is huge. That's what I dedicated my entire doctorate program to. Um, and that's what I enjoy being able to teach youth and families about. And now this Thank You Campus for Social Justice Leadership um, that will be centered out of Nogales, Arizona, uh, will be able to provide our, our border youth um, and, and any of our allies, right, with the training, the skills, the experience needed um, to make those connections because we don't just want people to go out into the world and solely think of themselves, right? But it's also being able to remind them that there are ways to give back, right? How will you also be part of that cultura, comunidad, and, and transformative change to be able to continue helping our, our current and our future generations? Um, and so for me, that that's something that's really exciting because we'll be able to provide um, K-12 day and overnight programs will be able to help host um, university and gap year programs, both uh, for students in the U.S. and internationally. Um, being able to plan these exchanges and trips or youth conferences that are youth-led um, events or retreats, internships. Um, and so that's, that's something huge for us. Um, and it, it's really nice because I feel it ties everybody's dreams all together. Yes, it's, that's amazing. That's amazing. You know, it's, and it's really making sure that we, we focus on that ideal, um, outlet of critical border studies, right? How are we going to share the environmental justice education to our other educators, right? Because the idea will be that we'll also be able to train other educators on how this is done. Uh, we'll be able to provide uh, dual language intercultural education training, right? If it's excelling um, in our, in our K-8 uh, system right now, how do we continue that so that other schools can also expand it? 
and then we'll also have the social justice youth leadership training. Um, and so it's it's all it's it's all tied together. It's being able to make sure that we share what has been successful on our end, and that it expands. It expands as much as possible. No, it will, and and I really admire that. Um, you know, you're having having heard your you know even from the inception of your bio to you know just connecting and working and. And all of this, the whole thing, it really ties in like that's exactly where it's supposed to be. That's exactly where you're supposed to be. Like that path, that teaching is led you to there um, because you're tying in everything um, and you're giving a home to people who want to see change, who are, you know, so desperately, you know, an 18 year old Marilyn at the University of Arizona, like what is going on? Who did I talk to? Where at? You know, I got somebody two hours away, but it's just not the same. And so right. not only do you become that uh, resource, right, but that hub, but um, it's it's just therapeutic even being a part of it, knowing it. And then everybody that goes in there, you're going to multiply it. So you did your diligent work and touched thousands of lives, but now you get a 10 exit because having teachers come in and they're touching thousands of lives and thousands of lives. And so we're showing um, social awareness, uh, social justice awareness. And, you know, there's so many, there's so many takes on these things and it's just like, okay, it's, you know, some people say, Oh, it doesn't exist. These things don't, don't really play. And that's, that's okay to have that perspective, you know, but on the other end, it does for, uh, for some people. And because it does, there needs to be programs in place. This is why organizations like um, the the schools that you work with in the K-12, which is Changemaker High School and Michikayo Academy of Excellence, um, you know, they, they've really transformed and become something so powerful that C3, um, you guys can visit c3institute.org, C3 has really come about to, to be... Um, to be what it is like you saw that need for it that yearning talking to educators in the space and you can see it on social media you don't right right and it's bringing that contagious energy together right because if you're around people that are seeing the possibilities and want to take advantage of those opportunities right and that also understand that social responsibility that we hold right to continue that road that was paved for us by our ancestors, right? Yes. Um, and that we use our language, our culture, our community right, as, as those powerful assets that are going to inspire, continue inspiring change amongst future generations, right? Um, and who, who doesn't want to be around that contagious energy, right? It, it allows you to, to create, it allows you to be innovative. Yeah, I think, um... I think it's very inspiring to see that. I think a lot of um, there's so many there's so many opportunities that come from that um, from the C three. Like you said, you have trainings, modules. You're you're able to ten exit. It's not just you doing this work. Like okay. like you've you've reached your max, right? You've reached your okay. max. And I say that, and I I guess I say it respect. I know I say it respectfully, but you you agree to that like you can only do so much there's only one Marilyn and so oh, you jump online and you have teachers come in and learn all of this knowledge that you know it's 
it's beautiful because you're exchanging that energy, that knowledge, that wisdom, and you're adding that much more beauty to Mexicanos, Latinos, anybody. You don't have to be of Hispanic descent to learn Spanish, right? There's there's tons of people who, who just learn Spanish because it's such a popular language. Um, but there's there's dual language, there's dual culture, there's understanding. And I think mm -hmm. when we understand each other, we don't fear each other. And it could disseminate some of the issues that we have currently. Right. Um, idealistically, that's what would what would happen. And um, I mean, if we go back 20 years, some people may see things the same in some areas, but there certainly has been a shift that's undeniable in the education system with teachers taking a step up like yourself to say, I'm going to be an educator for little Maryland's, you know, let's go back right. to 10 year old, six year old Maryland and, um, and connecting from there. Right. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm very excited to see where this leads. I'm very excited for all the attendees that are able to go there, for all the families, for all the students that get to say, we started with C3. They gave us our first opportunity, our first launch, our first, um, you know, awareness. And, you know, even into my realm, which is more business, there are um, trainings right. for people to be culturally, they call it cultural sensitivity. Mm -hmm. I think it's cultural awareness um it's safe to say a lot of people i mean there's some people i talk to and they're like do you guys just ride horses in arizona <laughs> and, and we laugh right right, or, right. Or, no absolutely and like i said it's it's just highlighting the powerful assets that that we have to share yeah. and what best if there's anything that COVID taught us is that there are no borders and no barriers now it's we could reach anybody anywhere with yeah. technology yeah, parejo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for the good or the worse, we're all the same. You know, right. for better or worse, we're all the same. And uh, it would be really nice to see people actually learn about right. the culture and uh, be more informed and educated about it. And all the beauty of of the teachings from ancient Mexica people to just the way things ran. And I'm not quite sure of the full extent of all that will be placed into the learning curriculum, mm -hmm. but I do know that for sure there will be an opportunity for, um, for, for people to go from this. And I can't wait to see um, what it looks like 10 years from now and 20 years and 30 years from now as it, as it grows and continues to be a hub for, for it educators. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's super Yeah, that's super amazing. You get real giddy about that. That's awesome. Thank you so so much. Um, I'm gonna do a quick uh, pop quiz for you. So I am okay. the teacher today. Okay. So we're gonna do a pop quiz. We've learned so much about you. We adore you, and I want to ask you these really quick questions. All right, we got a timer on. And it's quick. So okay. your favorite snack, are we going sweet or savory? It's anything chocolate. Chocolate. So we're going to do sweets. <laughs> okay. Um, FaceTime or text, what would you prefer? Uh, text. Okay. And um, if you had to choose a social media, Instagram or TikTok? Instagram. Okay. And if you had another choice, would you have one large eye or three tiny eyes? Three tiny eyes. <laughs> and I could have very... one behind my back. Oh, nice. Yeah, it doesn't say where you get to place them at, right? You got a circumference around your head. Um, so would you go 150 years into the past or two years into the future? 150 into the past. 
Really? Yes. Oh, how exciting would that be? <laughs> You're saying it's simpler times, right? All right. <laughs> All right. You guys quit putting Marilyn through it. She's trying to go way back. All right. Uh, this is amazing. You guys, if you want to learn more, please go visit c3institute.org. If you are a parent that's looking for support with your child in education, they offer um, consultations. They offer, um, if you are a school district, there's just so many opportunities for you to go from the individual to an educator to, to districts. If you're like, we need to get our whole team on board and learn all of that. Is there anything else you want to add, Marilyn? No, no. I think um, if anything, feel free, feel free to send me a text at 520-909-1556 if you have any other questions on how we can support your uh, endeavor or your education entity, whatever it is. If you have any questions, keep us posted. Love it. Muchísimas gracias, doctora. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Andrea. Have a, have a good, day. wonderful day. Igualmente. Thank you Bye. for having me. Bye-bye. You guys, as always, can follow me at theandreaeffect.com to learn more. Thank you.